when I lost my weight, my, when I lost over 60 pounds many years ago, like something inside me shifted. I was working in social work when I started my weight loss journey. My bachelor's degree is in psychology. My, I have an MBA. My ma- I have a master's in business. I didn't give a damn about neither one of those degrees. When I lost weight, you know what I did? I went and got certified as a personal trainer. Ma'am, you have all these years of schooling, two degrees, and and now, but but you done lost a couple pounds and you about to go be a personal trainer. Make it make sense. It was nothing but obedience. So so I had the testimonial and the, with the testimonial came the passion. So great coaches have this. I'm gonna put it in a one sentence for you, for you to know whether or not you have what it takes to be a coach. Let me put it in one simple sentence for you. Just because someone can live with a disease doesn't mean they should. The overwhelming majority of prescriptions written today are written to treat lifestyle disease. Lifestyle disease is defined as conditions which can be attributed to the way in which a person lives. This includes things like physical activity, drinking, smoking, stress, the quality of our social connections, sleep, purposeful and professional alignment, and of course, our diet. But what if there was an alternative? What if before putting pen to pad, we had a comprehensive solution in lieu of pills and procedures? You are listening to the Plant Protocol Podcast for current and aspiring health professionals who are done with simply managing chronic lifestyle challenges and are interested in taking a whole food plant-based approach to combating them. I'm your host, Lisa A. Smith. It's time to come get this health. I'm not sure where the lack of confidence comes from. I know part of it is cultural. Part of it has to do with our sex, some demographic stuff, right? Like I work with all black women, like not on purpose, but on purpose. Like I don't advertise my program to only black women, but I have apparently been called to serve black women. And so I'm going to speak from a black woman's perspective, okay? And what I noticed among my clients in the plant protocol as they're working to become plant-based health coaches, there is a strong sense of, I don't know if I can do this. There is a strong sense of, I'm not sure if I'm qualified. You know, as I'm working with these black women who have these amazing backgrounds, y'all know black women be so fire right? The experience, the degrees, the overcoming, the testimonials. But when it comes to, you know, trying to help others in the health space and the plant-based space, there is a lot of, I'm not sure if I'm capable of doing this. I'm not sure if I'm capable of being a coach. And again, I'm not sure if it is like that across the board, but inside of the plant protocol, I happen to be coaching nothing but black women. And this is a conversation that we have all of the time. And I am so blessed to be able to cultivate this community and hold space for this conversation because I suspect 
if they had of went with a different plant-based certification, they wouldn't feel as safe articulating their worries, their doubts, their fears, their lack of confidence at times. And so don't get me wrong in today's conversation. I am happy to be at the forefront of this conversation with individuals and brilliant women who look like me. But so many of us don't believe we have what it takes. You guys have may have seen I recently posted, you know, kind of a open 90 second letter to black women and to health coaches of color, letting you guys know that you are enough. You can do this. You have what it takes. And I'm telling you, that's coming directly from the work I'm doing privately in my community with black women who are like, I don't know if I can help anybody. I don't know if I'm capable. I think maybe I'm doing more harm than good. Like I enrolled because I'm really passionate about a plant-based lifestyle. I enrolled into the certification, Lisa, because I'm really passionate about healing our people. Like I'm really passionate and called to helping people with these chronic health challenges. But when it comes down to really getting in the weeds and doing the work, creating their programming, you know, identifying their specialization, when it comes down to really calling out and inviting people to work with them. That's when, like when the heat is on the, like, that's when it gets like, okay, this was a great idea a year ago, but now that you're holding my feet to the fire and asking me to publicly show up and declare that I am a plant-based health coach and declare that I can help people in this unique specialization, that is when the limiting beliefs start flaring up like crazy. So here's what I want to share with you guys today. I want to share with you how I knew I had what it takes to be a health coach. And maybe this will help some of you unpack it a little bit for yourselves because I understand the resistance, right? Especially because most of us come from a career that has nothing to do with health. <laughs> like I come from social work, right? So that's maybe mental health if you want to look at it that way. But when it comes to physical health, when it comes to talking diabetes and heart disease and obesity and eating and nutrition and macros and proteins and carbs and fats, right? Most of us don't come from that background. So even though, you know, we're brilliant when it comes to our degrees and our work history, most of us don't have an entire career and decades of experience working around nutrition science and lifestyle science. And so I understand the resistance from that standpoint of really, you know, doubting of whether or not you can truly help someone. But let me bring a couple things to the forefront for you first. So I'm going to give you a couple of ways I knew that I was qualified and had what it takes to be a health coach. And you can kind of use that as a mini framework to determine whether or not, you know, you feel like you fit the bill, right? And you use whatever framework you want, but I'm going to know, I'm going to tell you what I personally have and what qualities and characteristics I have, but then I'm also going to juxtapose that with what I've seen and helping people become health coaches for years and helping people in the health space for years, right? As a health coach, and then also now as a vegan business coach. But before I do that, here's what you need to know about coaching. Because if I say, you know, I had these things and this is how I know that I had what it takes to be a coach, what most of us are not the kind of like assessing in the same way is the definition of coaching. So let me be very clear because here's what happens. Most people disqualify themselves from being a coach because they say they don't know enough. 
And so they're like, oh, I don't know enough science. I don't study and like, I need to learn the intricacies and the pathology of disease more. I need to go back and study. Lisa, I don't know the nutrition science. Like it doesn't roll off of my tongue. Like it rolls off of yours. That's what every, that's like one of the biggest pieces of feedback I get from our students and just from, in general, from prospects, like the science, it doesn't roll off my tongue. Like, how do you know that about the brain? How do you know that about stress? How do you know that about the arteries? Like, how do you know that about the gut? Like it doesn't roll off my tongue. So for that reason, I don't think I'm qualified to be a coach. So let me make sure I'm crystal clear in defining the difference for you from teaching versus coaching. When you disqualify yourself from coaching, by saying, I don't know enough, i.e. know enough science, you're disqualifying yourself from teaching. You're not disqualifying yourself from coaching, okay? So teaching is the transference of information. So when you say, I don't know enough to be a coach, to be a health coach, to be a plant-based coach, what you're saying is, I need to learn more science. I need to understand nutrition better. I need to understand chronic disease better. I need to understand physiology better, right? So you're saying, I need to learn more science before I can help somebody. And I'm not saying you're wrong, but not knowing as much science as you want to know doesn't mean you're disqualified from being a coach. That means you're probably not going to be as good of a teacher as you need to be, which means go fill the gap. So go learn the science, right? Like it's out there for you to learn. It's available for you. If you feel like, I don't know, like I want to help women with their hormones, Lisa, you know, because I was able to do it for myself, but you know, doing it is one thing, but if I have to articulate it to somebody else, I don't know how to explain estrogen and progesterone. I don't know how to explain the endometrium. So like, how can I really help a woman with her hormones? Because I don't know enough. Here's the good news. Like if there's just a gap in your knowledge base, around science, then that's a gap that can easily be filled. But what you're talking about when you say that is not coaching, you're talking about teaching. You're saying, I don't know how to teach another woman about hormonal balance. I know how I did it. I know how I balanced my hormones. I took the animal products out. I took the dairy out. I drank the water. I started moving. I did all these things, right? At least I know how I balance my hormones, but I don't feel confident enough to teach somebody else how to balance their hormones. That is teaching. So what you're saying is that I can't teach, right? And you might be right. And that might be something that you need to go fix a hundred percent. You absolutely need to know science. You want to know science. It is important. However, if teaching is the transference of information, Coaching is simply helping somebody through the resistance they feel when it's time to apply what you taught them. That's what coaching is. Coaching doesn't have anything to do with macro and micronutrients. Coaching doesn't have anything to do with vitamins and minerals. Coaching doesn't have anything to do with exercise science stress and sleep science with epigenetics. Coaching doesn't have anything to do with those things. That's teaching. That's the teaching side of this job. And don't get me wrong. You need to be good at both teaching and coaching. But here's what begins to happen. Our students begin to feel the knowledge gap and they now have access to the science that they need. They now have access to the answers, right? And they are still disqualifying themselves. So I'm like, wait a minute. You initially said that you didn't think you could be a coach because you didn't know enough. 
Now we've laid out the science for you. We've given you an opportunity to learn everything you need to learn that you think you didn't know. You have access to the answers. Why are you still disqualifying yourself from coaching, right? Because according to you, you thought coaching was simply teaching them everything they need to know about science, which is a gap that you can easily fill. So coaching has nothing to do with the science of nutrition and lifestyle and eating and plant-based and all of that. It is helping somebody work through the resistance they feel when it's time to apply what you taught them, i.e. helping somebody to work through the limiting beliefs they have about themselves and their interpretation of their past experience. Coaching is cultivating an environment that gives somebody permission to live up to their potential. Coaching is cultivating an environment that gives somebody permission to live up to their potential. That's what coaching is. Coaching is a human experience. It is not just teaching somebody science, right? I can sit here for the next 30 minutes and teach you about the detriments of dairy. I can sit here for the 30 minutes and teach you about the detriments of sugar. I can sit here for the next hour and teach you all about proteins and carbs and micro and macronutrients and vitamins and minerals and all of that stuff. But what is going to stop you from eating the sugar and the cheese tomorrow? For some people, the science will be enough. There is a percentage of people who I only need to teach the science to, and they're going to go out and get it done. But there is a larger percentage of people who will know the science, understand the detriment to dairy, and still pick up the cheese tomorrow. Now I have to put on my coaching hat because the teaching wasn't enough for them. So you as a potential coach or somebody who's getting into coaching or somebody who has all this hesitancy about being a coach, first things first, you have to understand that mastering the science doesn't mean you're going to be a phenomenal coach because you can teach somebody everything they need to know about the food, the exercise, the mindfulness and all of that stuff. But that's not necessarily going to stop them from making an unhealthy decision the next day. That is where coaching comes into play. Now we have to get into their limiting beliefs, their mindset, their past experiences. Who told them that they were not capable? Who told them that it was too hard? What makes them think they don't have time? What makes them think is too expensive? What makes them think they're not worthy of being optimally healthy? Like what beliefs are they holding on to that's stopping them from executing? Because now teaching is over with. I done told you about this sugar. I done told you it clogs your arteries. I done told you it dehydrates you. I done told you it compromised your memory. I done told you it's the reason for your neuropathy. I done told you. So the teaching is over. Now the coaching begins, okay? So before I can tell you what's required or some indicators on how to know whether or not you can be a great coach, you have to understand that coaching and teaching is not the same. So if you're only discounting yourself because you're saying, I don't know enough, I don't know enough, then just go learn what you need to know. But I can guarantee you, you can go study science for the next two years. That does not automatically make you a great coach. It makes you a great teacher. Okay. All right. Now, now that you understand that coaching and teaching is not the same, here is how I knew I had what it takes to be a coach. And here's how I know that my coaches have what it takes to be great coaches inside of the plant protocol. And they all have it because you have to have it to get into the plant protocol. Okay. The number one thing 
that is indicative of whether or not you are going to be a phenomenal coach is that you have a testimony. You absolutely must have a testimonial. You must have receipts of a transformation. Okay. So let me tell you, the least effective coaches only help people based on what they've learned. I need you to make a note of this. I need you to put a pen in this. The least effective coaches only help people based on what they've learned. The most effective coaches help people based on what they've experienced. So when you discount yourself and say, I don't know enough to be a coach, I don't know enough to be a coach. In your mind, you're thinking I need to go learn more. What you're discounting is what you've experienced. For 99.9% of health coaches, they are health coaches because they had an experience. They went from 300 pounds down to 175 and they got to tell somebody how they did it. They took that dog on diabetes and they put it in remission and they got off of metformin and they got their A1C down and they got to tell somebody how they did it. They were able to take that depression and kick it in the butt and they were able to balance out their hormones and they were able to restore their gut health and they were able to overcome anxiety and they were able to overcome agoraphobia and they were able to overcome food addiction and they were able to lose weight and keep it off and messed around and got a six pack. Like those people become coaches because they have a testimonial and a transformation. That is the number one way to know whether or not you have what it takes to be a coach. Let me tell you why. Because coaching is not teaching, which means, remember I said, coaching is all about helping somebody work through the limiting beliefs and the negative I'm not enough story that they're telling themselves when it's time to apply what they already know. They already know that they should be drinking water. They already know they should be eating fruits and vegetables. They already know they should be exercising. They already know they should have been left that relationship. They already know they should have been left that job, but they got fear holding them back. They have doubt holding them back. They have a lack of mindset holding them back. And if you have already overcome what they are currently going through, You understand the psychological state that they're in because you understand the psychological state that they're in because you've been there, you are qualified to coach them through it. People who only coach based on what they learn and not what they've experienced are the least effective coaches that walk among us because they're trying to apply textbook to a real human dynamic experience and it will never match up. However, when you are wise enough to choose a specialization based on something that you've been through and based on something that you've experienced, you understand the psychological state of the person you're serving. A great phenomenal coach has to be able to relate to the psychological barriers that their client is having as they're trying to navigate through this difficult period. I used to be overweight. I lost weight because I got sick of thinking about losing weight. I can relate to people with a chronic health challenge who have been battling it for a long time and they're sick and tired 
of this thing taking up mental real estate in their mind. When I first started out as a health coach, my specialization was weight loss. Why? Because I understand exactly what they're going through. Somebody who's trying to coach somebody through weight loss who has never been overweight and only understand macros and micros and, and protein to carb ratio and how much water to drink and how many minutes to exercise is not going to be the most effective weight loss coach. They are not. It's the person who can sit down with you and talk about your insecurities. It's the person that can sit down with you and understand why you aren't going after opportunities. It's the person that can understand why you're not living a high quality of life because you're so ashamed in your body. You feel like you won't fit in seats. You feel like everybody gonna be looking at you. You sick of going into different clothes and trying on clothes and they never fit. So you love hiding in baggy clothes. You love hiding behind the camera. You love staying quiet. You love being seen but not heard. Why? Because you have been there. That is the best coach. So baby, if you have a testimonial, if you have a transformation, your transformation was meant to help other people. You have what it takes to be a phenomenal coach when you have overcome. So I overcame a chronic health challenge and I was talking to God one day. I said, God, it's crazy to me how many people are trying to lose weight. It's crazy to me how many people yo-yo and go back and forth. The scale go down, the scale go up, the scale go up, the scale go up, the scale go down, the scale go down. Like back, I'm like, why they can't keep it off, Lord? I'm like, why is this so hard for people, God? He was like, that's why I let you keep yours off. That's why I gave you what it took to keep yours off so you could go teach them. Got it, God. Let me go be obedient. Let me get up out this bed and go be obedient. I get it. Like, God, why so many people battling with, with diabetes and pre-diabetes and hypertension and all of this, but I've been able to overcome. That's because you were meant to go help them. Like God works through people. Your testimony on your transformation is God working through you to help them. See, now, if you're only trying to be a coach based off what you've learned in somebody's classroom and somebody's textbook on somebody's YouTube page, then you're going to be the least effective. You need to go help the people that have the problems that you have already solved, not because of all the textbook work that you have acquired, but because of the mental and human experience that you endured. That cannot be taught. That cannot be taught. Now, a great coach has an experience that they're going to help somebody through. Now, the phenomenal coach, though, let me be clear, because let me stop acting like classroom work. You need it. The phenomenal coach takes their experience. OK, they specialize in that unique challenge that they overcame. And then they pour gasoline on it with textbook and with learning and classroom and courses and all that stuff that you think you don't know enough of. You're absolutely right. You probably do need to know more science. Sure. But that doesn't disqualify you from being a coach. Again, that disqualifies you from being a great teacher. But once you have the testimonial, once you have the transformation, once you've lost the weight, got off the medications, overcome the mental space, did all of that, now you pour gasoline on it with the education and you blow that thing up. So when I lost my weight, when I lost over 60 pounds many years ago, like something inside me shifted. I was working in social work when I started my weight loss journey. I was working as a social worker. My bachelor's degree is in psychology. I have an MBA. I have a master's in business. 
I didn't give a damn about neither one of those degrees. When I lost weight, you know what I did? I went and got certified as a personal trainer. Ma'am, you have all these years of schooling, two degrees, but you done lost a couple pounds and you about to go be a personal trainer. Make it make sense. It was nothing but obedience. So I had the testimonial and with the testimonial came the passion. So great coaches have this. I'm gonna put it in a one sentence for you, for you to know whether or not you have what it takes to be a coach. Let me put it in one simple sentence for you. Hey, pardon the interruption, but I really need your help. Listen, here are the facts. Nearly half of all Americans have cardiovascular disease. Approximately 75% of Americans are considered overweight or obese. Six out of 10 Americans are battling a chronic disease and four out of 10 have two or more. And these chronic diseases include things such as heart disease, cancer, diabetes, stroke, and Alzheimer's. Listen, what we know to be true is that a whole food plant-based protocol is one of the most effective dietary approaches to combating these chronic health challenges. And I am committed and dedicated to doing everything I can to helping individuals adopt a whole food plant-based protocol to either prevent or arrest and combat these chronic health challenges. But I need your help to do so. Listen, we just opened up enrollment again for the plant protocol, plant-based coaching certification. As you know, this is my plant-based coaching certification where I help coaches and health professionals just like yourself to master plant-based and lifestyle science, to master the art of coaching, and to master business acumen to make sure you have all the tools necessary to create, sustain, and grow a health coaching business. If you've been listening here for a while, you're more than likely wondering if you can do it. And I'm here to tell you, you can. All you have to do is click the link in the show notes to apply for the plant protocol. We're enrolling for just a few days and I would love to have you join me on this mission to help individuals live a higher quality of life for as long as they can. Thank you. And I'll talk to you soon. A great coach is someone for whom the calling is clear, but the blueprint is blurry. The calling is clear, but the blueprint is blurry. And that's what my coaches inside of the plant protocol have. The calling is clear. They have the testimonial. They have the passion. Like the calling is clear. See, here's what a great coach has. Here's how I knew I had what it takes to be a great coach. I had everything that money couldn't buy and I bought everything that money could. It's that simple. I had everything that money couldn't buy. Money couldn't buy the testimonial. Money couldn't buy the transformation. Money couldn't buy the ups and downs with my weight and the emotional distress that it caused me, the insecurity in my body, the body dysmorphia, me overcoming all of that. Me then moving, going to become a plant-based vegan. How many people tried veganism and failed? Went back to meat, went back to cheese. God, why did you allow me to have the discipline and the self-control to stick to it? Why did you allow me to stick with it no matter what? My child, so that you could help others do the same. I had everything that money couldn't buy. So whatever you think you're lacking, like as long as you have the testimonial, the transformation, 
and the calling, meaning something in you was pulling you to do this work. Lisa, how do I know whether or not I have the calling though? Lisa, I got the transformation. How do I know whether or not I have the calling? You can't stop talking about it. You can't stop thinking about it. Let me tell you about me. You can't stop getting pissed off about it. Child, I be watching shows, commercials, the pharmaceutical, and I get so angry. I watch shows. Why well, is only one black woman on this show and only black woman? Why is she always overweight? Is that, what are they? What are they trying to subliminally do to our people? Like I get so angry. I be watching a show with somebody else. They like, I didn't even notice that. I'm like, oh my bad. That's just my calling. So how do I know if I'm called, Lisa? If I have the transformation, so you're telling me I got the testimonial so I can help somebody work through the psychological state they're in when they go through this. But how do I know if I have the calling? Because no matter what you do for your nine to five, this is on your mind. Like I imagine that a makeup artist looks into an audience of people and they be like, man, they didn't do their eyebrows right. Man, they didn't do that shadow right. They didn't blend this right. They lipstick, that ain't the right color for her. I imagine a makeup artist only sees and critiques people makeup. Like I imagine a nail tech, when like my nail tech, when she watched my video, she like, I need you to use your hands more because your nails be popping. Shout out to my nail tech. She like, because I need your nails popping in your videos. You know how many videos I don't watch on social media and ain't never once noticed somebody nails or gave a damn enough about them? Zero. You know what I'm saying? Like all of, so listen, I imagine what you feel called to and what you feel passionate about and what you get angry about, that's an indicator to you. Like that's an intuitive call to move into that direction. Like I go into the grocery store and I'm looking at people grocery cart and I'm mad. I'm ready to lock the doors and force them to go put that nonsense back. Like I'm angry. I go into the room. I see our women. I'm like, everybody's overweight, limping out of shape. I go on trips. I see groups of black women. They all out of shape, limping like, I can't walk. Can we just get a cat? I'm angry. I'm watching us being unfit. I'm watching us being unwell is an indicator to me that this is what I'm called to this work. Like, so it doesn't, that's how you know, like, what are you passionate about? You Okay, so your nine to five, you might be an accountant, a lawyer, a doctor, a teacher, right? You might be in sales. You might be in real estate. But what, what you went to from five to nine, though? Your nine to five, you in real estate. But from five to nine, are you in the health, right? Have you seen all the health documentaries? Like, do you love just randomly Googling different facts around nutrition, health, womb wellness, hormones, whatever it is like that is a calling. So you have the testimonial, you have the transformation, but the reason you haven't made your five to nine, your nine to five is because of fear and limiting beliefs. And that means you need a coach. The reason you haven't made your five to nine, your nine to five is because of limiting beliefs. You have the intuitive call to do this. You've had the transformation. You've gotten the result and you feel the need to help other people, but you're willing to settle for just being the head of the health and wellness ministry. That's on you. And I'm not saying everybody has to turn their passion into a career, but what I'm saying is if you feel the call to be a health coach or to coach in this area and you're not doing it in some capacity, that is radical disobedience. Now, y'all might have heard me talk about all the time radical obedience, but I have never talked about radical disobedience. You can be radically disobedient and mess up the trajectory of your whole life just because you're disobedient because we're usually disobedient out of fear right? And so radical disobedience is ignoring the call and the pool to operate in the space that you have experience in. So how did I know that I had what it takes 
to be a coach. Number one, I had the transformation. I was able to do what so many others cannot. I was able to do what so many others are struggling with day to day. I was able to lose over 60 pounds and keep it off on the first try. Okay, I was able to adopt a plant-based vegan lifestyle and stick to it on the first try. I was able to create, package my expertise and package it into a curriculum and sell it and make money off of it and take care of myself on the first try. I'm like, shit, I must be meant to teach this to somebody else. I must be meant to help other people. Like, why did you make this a little more seamless for me than it is to somebody else? My child, because you were meant to coach people to it. Okay, so that's how I knew what it takes. I work with people for whom the calling is clear, but the blueprint is blurry. The calling is clear, but the blueprint is blurry. You don't have to know how to do all the things, but you must have the testimonial. You must have the passion, right? And you must have the calling. And when you have that, baby, you qualify for the plant protocol. Click the link in the bio and go ahead and apply. What? We need you. Mm-hmm. We definitely need you. Listen, because I am so sick of us. And when I say us, I'm specifically talking about black women because that's who I work with inside of the plant protocol, not on purpose, but on purpose, right? I am so sick of us thinking we don't know enough. We're not qualified. I can't do this. I can't help anybody. Yeah. And y'all want to know where this topic came from before I hop off of here? I got to tell y'all this because I was blown away. So literally seven days from today, right? We're having our annual client event and we're, we'll be in Portland, Oregon. And me, my students, we're going to Portland, Oregon for our annual destination mastermind event. So it's a two-day situation. We're going to be masterminding in Portland, which has some of the best vegan food in the U.S. But for the destination mastermind, they had to fill out a registration form that I created, right? And the registration form asks them, what is the biggest testimonial that you've had since adopting a plant-based lifestyle, right? So... My students had to fill that out, right? If they were coming on, coming to Portland with us. And I was reading through their answers yesterday and it almost brought me to tears because what's wild is in the classroom, like I'm, with, I'm in the classroom with our students every first and third Wednesday of the month. So in the classroom and in the Facebook group, y'all, they're like, they're being so honest and vulnerable and I love them for this, right? They're like, oh, I'm just not feeling confident, Lisa. I don't know if I can do it. I never coached before. I don't know if I can help somebody. I'm really worried about doing more harm than good. I'm just, I don't know if I'm enough. I don't know if I have what it takes. I think I need to just learn more. I need to learn more. I need to learn more. I just, I'm just not sure. Like there's so much uncertainty. There's so much doubt around their capability. But then yesterday I was reading their testimonials from what they've personally done, not what they hope to do, the question wasn't about their dreams. The question wasn't about their goals. The question wasn't about the future. The question I asked them on the registration form was about the past. It was about what have you already done? What is the proudest testimonial you have from being plant-based and from living a plant-based lifestyle? And I'm reading the testimonials. 
I've overcome diabetes, depression. I've lost over 70 pounds and kept it off for seven years. I have been able to stay off of all the medications. I was able to get the groiter off my thyroid. I was able to reverse the hypertension. I was able to come back from the depression. I was able to, like, I have all of this energy now. I've lost 30 pounds just from being in the plant protocol. I'm like, what the hell? What I'm reading i.e. what they've already done, not what they hope to do. This question was not, what do you hope to do? This question was, what have you done? So I'm reading all of these testimonials from my students and I'm juxtaposing that with all of the doubt and lack of confidence that they have in real time during the classroom. And I can't seem to make it make sense. I'm like, God, what has America done to us? Why is the world making us think we just don't have what it takes? Baby, you've done the hardest part. The hardest part about being a coach is being able to relate to your clients and really empathize and put yourself in their shoes. Every one of our coaches inside of the plant protocol have worn the shoes, have worn the shoes out. They've been there. They know exactly what to do. They've done it and they're maintaining it. They didn't just lose 70 pounds last week and they're hot off the press. No, baby. They lost it years ago and they just cruising, chilling in life. I've overcome obesity. I was pre-diabetic and I'm not anymore. And they still don't believe they have what it takes to help somebody else. And these testimonials are insane. They're not lightweight testimonials. They're not like, oh, you know, I just, I eat more fruits and vegetables now. No, 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 no. They're like, I've overcome food addiction. Do you know how insane food addiction is? I'm like, what? I had to go back and look at the names of the testimony because I'm like, is these the same people who is telling me in the classroom that they don't believe in themselves? Baby, if you have the testimonial and you've done the work and you have the receipts to prove it, you've walked in the shoes, but most importantly, you've lived in the mind of someone who had to live with those chronic health challenges and you've overcome that while we walk the earth with millions of people who are trying to do the same, you not only deserve to be a coach, you have no choice. And not being one is radical disobedience. And I don't care what anybody says. If all you need to do to show up and believe in yourself is filling the gaps with a little science and a little education, we can do that with our eyes closed. We can teach that with our eyes closed, but people can't teach what it's like to live in a body that's 70 pounds overweight, where your self-esteem is shot, you're dealing with body dysmorphia, you don't believe in yourself, you don't think you're lovable, you don't think you're worthy of opportunities, you have so much shame in your body, and you don't know how to rectify it. Somebody who's lived through that and overcome that. Yo-yo dieting, addiction to food, shame around eating in public, shame around exercising in public, embarrassed when it's time to go try on clothes, never want to put on a swimsuit. Baby, I'm not just making up stuff. I'm talking from being that person. Do you know how attractive you are as a coach to show up to somebody who's going through that, to publicly be able to articulate that to them and tell them, trust me, you can do this. I will walk with you because I've been there. You're qualified.
I done got too hyped today. I don't know why I went on that run and had the smoothie this morning. I should have just came on when I first came out my meditation this morning. So I was way more chill. Let me relax. Listen, if that's you, we just opened up enrollment again for the plant protocol. Okay. We was closed all for the month of May. We just opened up enrollment again for the plant protocol. If you have doubts about whether or not you can be a plant-based health coach, if you're qualified, then I need you to fill out the application for the plant protocol and let me assess. Let me hear your story. Let me hear why you're even interested in doing this work and allow me to assess it for you. Okay. The application is not you signing up for the program. It's you trying to get qualified for the program. We have qualifiers to be inside of the plant protocol. I have a list of qualifying traits that I look for in our applicants and in our prospects. And if you feel called to do this work, but you have some hesitancies and some doubts and some gaps you need to feel, allow me to be your coach. You want to apply for the plant protocol. The link is in the bio, theplantprotocol.com. The link is in the show notes. The link is in the caption. I don't know where you're watching this or listening to this, but I need you to get in the room because so many people are battling health challenges that are compatible, that are reversible, that they do not have to live with. And if you have done the hard work, if you have done the hard work of changing your diet, changing your lifestyle and getting the results of doing so, you are responsible for helping somebody else. There's a reason you're listening to me. Like, this is not an accident. I heard a statistic this morning and they said only 1% of people ever live up to their truest potential. Only 1% of people ever live up to their truest potential. And most people, what I know for sure, are incapable of pushing themselves past their comfort zone. So if you know you're not living up to your truest potential, if you have a testimonial that you know you've been called to share and you want to package that into a coaching program, and if you are passionate about this work and this lifestyle, then I need you to apply for the plant protocol, plant-based coaching certification. It's the first to be founded by a person of color where we prioritize marginalized communities and we prioritize, most importantly, making sure our coaches embody the characteristics of the identity of a health coach. You know, so many programs, when I was getting certified in plant-based nutrition, they just taught me the science. That's why I didn't feel qualified. Like I walked away believing that, you know, plant-based was the way to go in general, but I had no idea how to package what I knew into a business. I had no business acumen. And most importantly, I had not done the personal development work. So I was doing an interview for somebody just yesterday and he asked me, he's like, why is the plant protocol different from any other, you know, plant-based coaching certification? I'm like, well, for one, it is a live group coaching program. It's not a self-guided course where you're just watching or reading pre-recorded, pre-printed content and expected to take that and figure out what to do with it. You're actually in a live group coaching program when you're working with me, which means you're in the classroom live with the person who created the curriculum. And I think that's a really big and important distinction because no matter how much somebody learns in a course, in a video, or in a textbook, everybody's going to attach their own limiting belief to that information. And if they don't have a coach to work through that limiting belief with, they're going to take that limiting belief and use it as an excuse not to show up. So they're going to get the credential. They're going to be able to say, I'm certified in this. I got this credential. 
but most coaches never show up publicly and actually truly help and serve people at the highest level possible. Because even though they've learned this stuff, they still have all of these limiting beliefs about their own identity that has not been challenged by someone. And so what I love about the plan protocol and the conversations that we have internally is how I'm able to challenge our coaches on the stories that they make up about who they are and what they're capable of. Now, if you could find another program that does that, then I invite you to explore them as well. But I know for a fact, we prioritize the identity of our coaches as much as we prioritize the science and the business acumen. And I think that's what makes us such a beautiful, beautiful community and experience. And like I said, we were taking our coaches next week out of town and dig a little deeper. I'll be in masterminding with them for two days in Portland, Oregon, where the trip is really like four days, Thursday through Sunday, but we're going to be masterminding Friday and Saturday at this beautiful hotel in Portland. And I cannot wait. Like, they don't even know what's about to hit them. Like, I'm about to go crazy on them. Like, we ain't come here to learn no science. We ain't come here to learn no business. We about to get your whole confidence together. So I'm so excited to take our coaches through that because, you know, recognizing what your clients and your students need as a coach is really important. And then cultivating that community and cultivating that experience for them. Because remember, coaching is really about cultivating an environment that gives somebody permission to live up to their highest potential. You'll be surprised how many people need permission to live up to what they're truly capable of. Most of us have only been given permission to stay safe, right? Stay at the job because it's safe, right? Stay in that relationship because it's safe, right? Stay at that school because it's safe. Stay in that city because it's safe. It's where you grew up. It's all you ever know. Like moving somewhere else is too unsafe. It's too unfamiliar, right? And so all of us have given permission to stay safe, to bet on black, to stay safe, right? But most people, in order to do the big thing that's required to get them to the next level, they actually need permission. And a great coach knows how to give their clients permission to get uncomfortable enough to excel and to ascend. And so that's what I am excited about pouring into our coaches in Portland next week. And that's what you'll get when you come into the plant protocol. So if you're interested in becoming a plant-based health coach, specialized plant-based health coach with your own signature IP, your own signature programming, and also just know you're going to be working on your identity a lot. Like it is what it is. I'm going to be calling you out a whole lot and it's a good time, but that's what you need in order to really show up with integrity when it's time to help other people. So you want to go to theplantprotocol.com and apply for the program. We're enrolling for the next five days, for the next couple of days. And um, I'm super excited about going through and talking to our prospects. I have a suitability call with somebody today, with the applicant today. Um, and she's actually a graduate of my other program, Farm to Table. So um, I'm super excited to talk to her about taking it to the next level and becoming a coach because a whole bunch of people got transformations and testimonials and they do not elevate to becoming coaches. So those of us who do have those transformations and those testimonials, and really feel called to do this work, those are the ones that go on to become coaches. And it is so beautiful. It is so beautiful, y'all. Until next time, y'all. Bye. You tuned in today because like me, you're a disruptor. You're passionate about health and you have firsthand experience of taking a whole food plant-based approach to combating chronic health challenges. You want to see lifestyle and dietary modifications become the norm in the way in which we practice healthcare. 
However, you need mastery around nutrition and lifestyle science, a better understanding of behavior change to improve client compliance, and confidence in your ability to effectively coach clients to adopting those lifestyle modifications. You need the plant protocol. Visit theplantprotocol.com to apply and let's work together to improve the way in which we care for our most prized possession, our health. Thank you so much for listening today. If you enjoyed what you heard, please consider rating and reviewing this podcast. Until next time, remember, radical obedience is still undefeated. Stay obedient.